Welcome to the 412 Canada podcast. My name is Kim Hutchins, and at 412, we're equipping the church for greater influence through serving. We want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and get equipped with us. 412 Canada is a ministry of Faith Baptist Church in Huntsville, Canada. In today's episode on the 412 Canada podcast, we're going to do a volunteer spotlight. Today's guest is Tanya Sprathoff, and Tanya has been serving in our production ministry here at Faith for at least the last five years, definitely more, ever since we started in doing our production, our online streaming and broadcasting. I'm so excited about this conversation with her, and uh, we had this back in May, actually. I was so thankful that she was available and open to me chatting with her, and typically over the last couple of years, I've had the opportunity to go around and talk to different volunteers about where they're serving, what that looks like. And, uh, you know, I just love that. And I really was missing connecting with volunteers during the season that we're in. So uh, it was such a privilege to be able to chat with Tanya and talk about how she got started in production, uh, how she schedules volunteers, the planning center, and remembering that this is all for Jesus. So as we jump into this conversation, in our volunteer spotlight today. I hope that you're encouraged and perhaps maybe you've thought about even serving in this capacity. So maybe you will use this as a springboard to step out and try something new. So we have all that and more on today's episode. Welcome to the 412 Canada podcast. Do you serve or lead volunteers in the local church? Are there days when you feel less than equipped to make the kind of impact that you want to make in your role or in your organization? Through this podcast, we're equipping the church for greater influence through serving. Thanks for joining us. Hey everyone, it's Kim from 412 Canada, and I'm super excited to speaking with Tanya today. This is Tanya Sprothoff, and she volunteers in our production ministry at Faith, and she is amazing. And I'm so excited for her to share a little bit of the insight that she's gained in the production, especially in Planning Center, and a few other things. So Tanya, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been doing the production side of things? Um, sure, thanks Kim very much for um, chatting with me today. Um, I've been a part of the production team really since um, Pastor Matt started birthing the idea of getting our services um, out uh, online mm -hmm. and uh, sent out feelers about you know what kind of jobs there would be available and who would be interested. And I looked at that list and I thought, oh look, there's a job for somebody who tells everybody else what to do. I can do that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so um, I was like, okay, sign me up. So that's how I got started. Um, I actually couldn't tell you how many years that is, um, but that's um, where we are. Yeah, well, and that was the beginning of production whenever we started, which we'll have to ask Matt um, when that was, because, yeah, it feels like we've been doing it for a while now. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah. Hey, throughout that time, you've been using Planning Center and you're scheduling teams and uh, how far out would you schedule a team and what are kind of some of those best practices uh, for using that um, Planning Center? Well, there's kind of a best practices for um, scheduling volunteers and then there's a best practice for Planning Center, Yeah, which you want for... <laughs> hey, let's start with scheduling volunteers then. Sure. And so um, working with volunteers is very interesting. And, uh, and I think people in general just really want to help. Um, 
but they may, may not feel confident or they may feel like they're like stuck in a job forever and never on once they volunteer for something. Yeah. And so um, I like to make sure that all our volunteers have an opportunity to say no. Oh, that's and um, I don't like, I don't like, you know, working every week to put together a schedule. So I like to look ahead um, roughly uh, three months, um, kind of, I have a blocked off for seasons. We can talk about that if you want to later. Mm -hmm. But, and then I tell everyone, okay, I'm about to schedule for this block of time. Tell me when you can't make it. Mm -hmm. And so give them an opportunity to look ahead. Okay, we've got a family event here, so-and-so's birthday there. And then they can go into planning center and block it off. And so then when I build the schedule, I already know, um, for the most part, when people aren't available and I'm so happy to schedule around that because I really do think volunteers need to be comfortable with the no because I think we'd be more willing to volunteer again if they know that these special times that they have are are protected right yeah yeah but the next step is accountability mm -hmm. and once I've done that and I've built the schedule now I make them accountable and this is, I think, also really important because if you don't keep volunteers accountable, they think their job isn't important and that nobody cares, which, of course, couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, that's good. And so if we keep them accountable, and so how do I do that? Well, I say, okay, if something comes up, you know, that you didn't know about and you have to, can't work that Sunday, no big deal, but you have to find your own replacement and then you have to tell me who it is. And of course, as a schedule, I still need to take, be on top of that and say, okay, um, have you done this yet? By the way, who's, who do you have to replace you? Uh, <laughs> to encourage them. But I really um, almost force them to do that because then they realize actually this job is important mm -hmm. and it does take some effort to keep people going. And, um, and I find I get more buy-in like people are more committed when they realize that their task is important and no I'm not going to do everything for them actually they they are responsible for themselves yeah. and oddly enough I, I I find that works really great at encouraging them in their job because now they know that somebody cares it's important we're watching we need yeah we do and it's not just busy work like we really do need you you're a vital part no oh, exactly so <laughs> I would call those my two best practices, if you will, in terms of volunteers. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how about we talk about Planning Center? This is something you're very familiar with. I've used it as well, a lot. And, uh, and sometimes when you don't know what you're doing, you can create a bigger mess, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I've encountered that a few times. So why don't you share with us maybe some tips and tricks that you've picked up and uh, how best to use that? Sure. Um, and of course, the stuff that I see, not everyone maybe can see just because I have editing privileges and I, so I just don't know how that works for everyone else. Yeah. But, um, what I like about Planning Center is that um, I can see a big picture view and so when I go into the matrix, and I'm kind of assuming if you've worked with Planning Center, you know what I'm talking about when yeah. you say the matrix. <laughs> um, I actually, uh, I pull up previous plans, um, not just the future plans, because I put everyone generally on a three-week rotation. Mm -hmm. um, but what I really like is that 
we have pairings. So we have um, the great thing about production. It's a wonderful spot for youth to plug into to volunteer. Yeah. Uh, especially our young guys, because you know maybe working in kinsmen isn't their thing. It's true, um, but right? Yeah. In front of a screen or behind a camera is their thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we have some great pairings of um, sons and dads. Uh, or we have a couple of couples. So one person is on vocals and the other person is on production. Mm -hmm. And they well, we want to serve together naturally, right? Because yeah. if you're going to be in at 7.30 a.m., wouldn't it be nice <laughs> if it was only, you know, not every weekend, right? It's true. Not everybody knows that reality of production. They are there very early. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, what the lets me do is I can bring up everyone who's serving uh, that's in the schedule. So I can bring up the vocals and look at them. Mm -hmm. um, I can bring up um, the production, even the ushers. I can look at all of this, which is super helpful. And when everyone's done all their blocking off the dates, when I sit down, then I can build the schedule. Yeah. Um, so that's super handy um, in terms of building the big picture. But the things I like about um, Planning Center, once that thing it shoots it all out, everybody gets their notifications, usually there's changes that need to be made. Mm -hmm. You can do that just one plan at a time. And uh, instead of sending out emails again to everybody, you can click on the plan. So, you know, May 17th, 2020. Yeah. And you'll on the left-hand side, you get the list of every group that's serving. Of course, I care about production. I'll click on them, and then I'll look at the changes, and then I can resend emails, reminder emails, mm -hmm. just to those individuals, which I find very handy. Yeah, that's the, a good tip. I like about it is the text notifications. Yeah. Uh, not everybody reads their email, but almost everybody's got a phone in their pocket. Mm-hmm. So if I can set it up so that they get their text notifications saying, hello, you're serving <laughs> Thursday, Sunday, um, I, I, we get uh, less surprises like, how come so-and-so isn't here today? <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? And surprises last minute like that are not always good. <laughs> no, especially at 7.30 in the morning on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, what do you find... Um, what equips you the most? Like, where do, what do you find that's encouraging as you're serving? Hmm, that's a good, I've been thinking about that question. Um, ultimately, for me, everything boils down to Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, I love him and he loves people. Mm -hmm. And so whatever we do, we do for him first and foremost. Well, I do for him first and foremost. And uh, there's people out there that won't come into a church. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of reasons. Some of them totally, like, legitimate. You know, they've been hurt by the church, even, or people in the church. Yeah. Right? Um, they don't feel worthy, which is a total lie. Um, but it's currently keeping them from coming into our building, which is where we would love to have them. But online is a safe place. Mm -hmm. And uh, they can go look and see um, without being hindered by the lies of condemnation that the enemy would, you know, pour out on them. And so I think our online environment is very important. And, um, and you know, the church has to get creative. The way we did church, you know, a year ago is going to change. And uh, haven't we figured that out already, you know? With <laughs> know. Especially right now, right? 
upside down, right? Yeah, you know? everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the production team were sitting at home waiting as you know our pastors um, are getting so creative with um, how do we bring Christ to people's houses? Yeah. And and so I think we have to you know constantly keep looking for ways to reach people. And so um, that's what I love about the online environment. That's what I love about production and. Um, and I think we're really blessed as a church that we can do this in a way that's uh, high quality. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so I love that we can do that. That we can reach people who we normally um, wouldn't have access to on a Sunday to Sunday basis. Now I, I I see that that could go further, but anyway, yeah. that's what gets. Excited for the now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was going to ask you, since we are in such a crazy upheaval time, um, what is something that you're able to do now to encourage people around you and just, um, yeah, like what does this mean for production right now? Hmm. Um, I would say not just for production, but for all of us, what a wonderful opportunity to um, draw closer to God. I mean, mm-hmm. God has essentially stopped the spinning wheel of the rat race, right? Like yeah. it's stopped. And um, and we we hopefully we've all gotten off. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And, you know, and um, and what a wonderful opportunity to reprioritize what's important in our lives. And so, you know, what's what's that going to look like when we go back? Do we really want to go back to that wheel the way before? Um, I hope not, actually. But what a wonderful opportunity just to draw closer to the Lord, read his word, like, and just read, read, read. I'm a reader, clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, For those who uh, prefer watching things, you know, right now media um, is free to the members of our church. You know, watch videos, listen to people. Um, There's so much wonderful, wonderful material out there that can take us from this status quo that we're at. And, and bring us to whatever the next level is because God doesn't want us to stay stuck. Mm-hmm. He wants us to constantly search him, to run after him, to seek him, to love him more and more every day. And so that requires effort and intentionality and what a great opportunity. We can't say our schedules are too full anymore. <laughs> not, right? Oh, it's so true. <laughs> so, um, and I know I've used, I've taken advantage of that opportunity and done some, uh, dug into some books that I've been meaning to read and now have the opportunity to read that encouraged me in my faith. Nice. And can I throw this out at you? What is maybe a verse that you would share that's been motivating or encouraging you at this time? Oh, 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 oh. Um, Ephesians 3, 2021. Okay. Uh, I would say, um, for he can do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine by his power and here's the kicker at work within us mm. for the glory of christ jesus in the church forever and ever and so god's power he does he, he doesn't like you know zap things from heaven his power is at work in us we, yeah. right the holy spirit is in us the church and his so we carry his power Mm-hmm. That that's where the power comes from. It like it's from God through us for some crazy reason. God's decided that's how He's going to work things <laughs> through, through broken, messy vessels like ourselves. These crazy sheep who are prone to wander. 
but that's how he works. And, and not only just that, but it's immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine. Mm-hmm. I, I can imagine a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, God says that my at work in his church, he can do even bigger than that. I know. I just been hanging on to that. I've been so excited to see what is God going to do. I can't wait in us. So I'm hoping that this COVID-19 really lights us on fire, that we get excited mm-hmm. for Jesus again, mm-hmm. that we get excited for God again, because that's that's how it's going to work. It works in us, right? The Holy Spirit through us and out. That's what the world needs. Like God's already poured out his spirit at Pentecost. It already happened. It's done. Now we carry him and we just got to release him anyway. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm excited. Yeah. No, I love it. Oh, I love your enthusiasm and your love for God. It just flows out of you. And it's so encouraging to have a conversation with you. And I miss seeing you. <laughs> yes. Wise, actually. <laughs> But anyways, Tanya, I just want to thank you so much for the time that we could chat this morning. Actually, it's this afternoon. I've lost all track during this COVID season of day or night and what is <laughs> happening. <laughs> but it's just great to be able to chat and uh, and catch up and talk about serving with someone who I know serves so faithfully. And you do it with such great enthusiasm and joy. And I just hope that spills out on all our listeners. Thanks, Tanya. Well, thank you for chatting. I am uh, chatting with you. <laughs> for our listeners, we want you to stay connected with all that is happening with 412 Canada Podcast and our next conference coming up in May 2021. The best way that you can stay connected is to sign up for our email at 412.ca. That's F-O-U-R 12.ca. And when you do, we're going to send you the audio from our last conference for free. Be sure to check out our show notes for all the links and please like and share this episode on social media with all of your friends. I hope that our time together has equipped you and I'm looking forward to more volunteer spotlights in the future. So if you're interested in chatting with me about where you serve in your local church, please message at 412 Canada on our social media platforms or email getequipped at 412.ca. Up next, watch for our last episode of season one with Dave lane on what you do at home equips you for ministry defining what different is and grace and rebuilding we look forward to that on the next time on the 412 canada podcast thanks for listening to the 412 canada podcast we hope this episode has equipped you for greater influence through serving remember to subscribe to our podcast and consider leaving a review on the app you use the 412 canada podcast is a ministry of faith baptist church in huntsville canada explore everything 412 canada at 412.ca thanks again for spending time with us see you next time